This is Grace Mott, episode nine. Uh, I'm Apostle John Luke, and this is Apostle Duke. Duke, 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 Duke. Well, we have been working on a theme song, so we're going to play you the rough draft. Grace without fear, grace without shame, all of the good things. None of the pain Grace for your life Grace for your heart Shed all your burden Make a new start You want to fill your life With purpose and faith You want to fill your home With love But all you have now Is a head full of noise Come to Grace Mont hear a clear voice they tempt you with heaven scare you with hell all of those stories preachers will tell if you are a seeker we'll show you the way what if your heaven is right here today you want to fill your life with purpose and faith you want to fill your home with love all you have now is a head full of noise come to grace mont hear a clear voice come to grace mont and hear a clear voice that's it i love it and so what i'm gonna do is i'm going to in the next week while you're or a week or two while you're suffering for the lord i <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna try to do some like harmony with it in the background and kind of kind of do some backup vocals and see what you think and then yeah. that way i can be a part of the of the music but i like i like your voice i like i think that sounds good and i like the words too so i'm good with words i'm not as good at singing as you are so i don't know about that i mean it, it, it's just all depend. you know what i heard one time and we're recording right but yep. rod, rod stewart who was famous he said technically he said i have i i do not have a good voice technically speaking but i mean the, but everybody loved to hear him sing and so it's kind of the style you choose i think you know i mean yeah if you want to do opera maybe not but uh, but it, but just to sing like folks songs like you like I, you kind of do that's kind of what you write. It, yeah. it, I think it sounds great. Like sort of like uh, who's the guy? Uh, uh, not Waylon Jennings, but uh, who who's who's the guy with the ponytail? Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. Willie yeah. Nelson. Yeah, he kind of sings that. You know, just kind of just kind of easy, easy singing it's not like super operatic or anything but it's cool man people like it so yeah everybody recognized his voice oh yeah 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 people loved his voice so anyway okay so that's the beginning of our uh musical portion of our podcast (laughs) yeah i I like it i like the words the words are cool so all right, I thought it kind of summed up our uh, philosophy. Right. Yeah. yeah. As of today, right? Our snapshot. As of today. As because we progress, we will. Who knows where we'll 
we'll wind up. Okay. Do you want to do? We got it's question of the day. I'm going to try this. Okay. This drum roll thing. Let's we'll right. see if it shows up. Go for it. Okay. Well, I heard it on my end, so okay. now let's, All right. you do your first question of the okay. day. Okay. I'll do my first question. In fact, I'm going to introduce them both, but then we'll take one at a time because they're kind of a pair. But I, my question is for John Luke and for myself is to think of like three oh traditions or religiosity um, requirements that I think turn Christians off and are probably unnecessary, um, but they're they're kind of held valuable by the church and and, and I think it's you know one of the and I'll answer first to give you an example, and then the follow up question is you know what are three things that you to be a Christian you must abide by and and incorporate into your life and so okay so i'm going to start one is i've always wondered like what is how did they ever come up with the tradition of having two services on sunday one in the morning and then you go home for like six hours and just wait and then drive back to church and go to like the six or seven o'clock service I just wondered where did that tradition ever start I mean you know you think about your job I mean you wouldn't you want to go in and you're just like I'm here right so let's just have the second service and, it, and if you need to have some sandwiches or something that's fine but for some reason they came up with this system where you go in the morning and then you go home and then of course the way it kind of went on was, you know, the good Christians go morning and night, and right. the, the pretty good ones go in the morning, and and you know the, the pretty good one goes Sunday school and church, and then the the kind of on the on the outer edge they just go to the morning service, and so I always kind of wondered where that came from, and then the second one would probably be just like you got to have like the religious music. And, you know, I sang in the choir for my church choir. I sang in my church choir for 30 years probably. But I would never listen to that music in my car or at home. It's just not the style that I like, you know. And so sometimes I think, sometimes I, I wonder if, like, these are just kind of burdens. And, and, and you know, you, you bring young Christians in or people who are outside the church and you kind of have that organ and the, and the, and the church and, and then, and then my third is the tithe. And, and I don't think we agree on that, but, um, I just think it's an old, it's an old law. It's good for the church. <laughs> it's good for the preacher, but I just think it's, and then I, I do wonder if some young Christians don't, um, say, you know, I mean, I just, I can't, just can't give that money, you know? And so those, those are the three that I kind of think are kind of, can be a burden, uh, and maybe kind of a turnoff to someone who says, Hey man, I want, I want to know God better. But when you go to church, you have to do all these, it's these parts of church rituals, that, rituals. rituals. There you go. Yeah. See, you said it better than me even yeah. like rituals, like, like 
yeah, hoops you got to jump through, right? And yeah, and so I would like to comment on each of your comments. Okay, okay, I'll, all right. I'll start with the last with the, okay. the tithe. Okay, uh, we had talked about for the Gracemont Church. Yeah, that we of course want everybody to tithe ten percent. Yeah, fifteen, maybe seventeen percent. Yeah, but if you're on the app, just yeah. the seven ninety five per month. Yeah, membership fee would be great. If hey. you know, think if we had if we had like a million people that mm-hmm. did seven ninety five a month, how would that be? That would be good. That we would for be. sure could get a private jet. Yeah. So and, I'm even thinking. Okay. And here's another thing. We're I don't know if we're ever going to have to talk about this or not. It's like when are you serious and when are you not? I just I do not know the answer to that. I mean, because I don't think you're serious. Am I am I I'm, I am not serious, but if uh, if we could sucker somebody into paying that much money, great. Now, see, what do you mean by that? I mean, are you serious? Is this a serious adventure? Uh, at, you know, I am never for completely you? serious. Okay. Don't ever. If you ever wonder if I'm being serious or not, then I'm yeah. not. Okay. If, if I'm being serious, I think you can tell. Okay. But then I'll say something that doesn't make sense, and you'll think, yeah, he's not being serious. Yeah. That's, okay. that's how you tell. Hey, so one thing. And if thing, you ever wonder, just, yeah. just say, Really? I'll tell yeah. You the truth. Right. Okay. What? So hey, so I thought as as you were speaking, I thought, what if we did like a. Okay. Hey. Hey. Then the other thing I want to talk to you about tonight. So I'm kind of I'm in between two subjects now. One is I thought, what if we did a two percent? What if we said like we would appreciate two percent, uh, because sometimes, sometimes, that can be more appealing like hey you know what hey we'd really appreciate if you guys would just throw a little coffee money our way and it'll help us you know uh buy some materials and you know i mean sometimes that can be better than people who say 10 percent. i'm not going to do 10 because that's 10 percent of what their income their their gross income kind of yeah, deal re- yeah that was always a thing that they talk about in church it's not yeah. your it's not your net income. Yeah, it's, it's your gross your, income. Your gross You're supposed to give 10% of that. Hey. And, uh, it's, yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so so it's, so it's I was just wondering if maybe we we tried that a little bit different. I don't know. I don't know what works best. Well, I think this is something different. So we just do a membership fee, and it, it doesn't have to be any percentage of their income. We just, you know, a, a membership fee that most people could afford to pay like for like for Netflix or something. Yeah. Okay. Then, so I said, I'm sorry. I keep interrupting you. Well, quit it. <laughs> <laughs> so finish, finish. Well, I don't know where I was. I was going to comment on your comments. Yeah. Uh, I haven't so, gotten to that yet. Okay. You said Netflix, like a Netflix membership. Yeah. So what was your what was your the the tithe? And what was the other things that? Oh, are were, we going to make people sign that? Um, those tenants because that the kind no. of freaked. Okay, so they don't. Okay, <laughs> so this this is we're just saying what we believe. Yeah, those are what they could expect of us. Okay, not what they had to believe. They, okay. Yeah. So I was going to 
So this is a, a good time to do this. Um, getting a little out of order, but what I want to do was tell two stories. Okay. Okay. We will have this super redneck guy lives out in the woods. He's got a tattoo, a Marine tattoo on one shoulder and a, a mom tattoo on the other. He makes his own uh, AR-15s. Uh, he's got a a Confederate flag okay. o- over his bunker. Right, okay. Uh, he he drinks wild turkey. He's a, he's a survivalist. We're, we're, we're going to we're going to call him Benny. Okay. All right. Then we've got this girl who she's like, let's say Benny's like our age, like in his 60s. Okay. He, he claims he was in Nam, but he isn't old enough. Yeah, okay. You know, gotcha. <laughs> anyway, okay. So then we got this young woman who's 22. She went to Berkeley. Okay, gotcha. Uh, she has a, a tattoo of Michelle Obama okay. on her chest. Right. Um, she believes everything everything in the left agenda okay uh she goes by they or them okay and she wears cat ears okay all right and we're gonna call her angel okay benny and angel benny and angel which of these people do we want to be members of grace month okay well my gut is berkeley I like those people. Wrong. It's oh, both of them. It's both. Uh, yeah, open to everybody. Uh, yeah, to everyone. Everybody. Yes, that's a good. That's a good question. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, we don't. We don't care what their political affiliations are and stuff. We. Right. We want everybody, who wants to follow, the teachings of Jesus. Right. To be part of Grace Month. Okay. All right. It, that's okay. the story. That that's and one we want of them the to give ten percent. And you want to give ten percent. <laughs> No, not ten percent, or at least just just pay the seven ninety five membership fee. Yeah. yeah. So I was listening to a podcast tonight of our recent guest Kevin, and he, you know, he does like a go to our go to our website and sign up for a, uh, you know, a, a, a weekly like letter thing, but then I think sometimes like if you pay a little extra, then you get, you know, some additional perks, maybe like. I don't know, you know, then because if you because what is a membership? What do you get with a membership? Is is there a I mean, I just want we need to think that through. Well, the membership helps support our mission. I got you. Carry the word to the world. Okay, And they get a prayer cloth or something. We'll mail them a T-shirt. T-shirt. Says Benny and Angel. Benny and Angel. Get him a hat, you know, yeah. cap. Right. Make right. Now, I didn't finish. Yes. Okay. No. No, I'm not going to do it because I was interrupted. Okay. So. I I was, your comments earlier. Okay. Were, one was about tithing. What were the other two? Okay. Having to go to church on Sunday morning and Sunday night. Okay. I just, and Sunday night. Okay. Let me comment on that. Okay. Sunday night. That's a Baptist thing. Most other denominations don't do that. Okay. I grew up in the the. First, I was in the First Christian Church slash Disciples of Christ, and they didn't do that. And then I was in the Methodist Church, and we had youth stuff on Sunday night. Yeah. 
but we did not have another church service on Sunday night. Okay. So that's that's a Southern Baptist kind of thing. Okay. So they come up with a lot of stuff. Yeah. And that's that's one most people aren't going to do because yeah. it's just a pain. And I, your your idea that why don't you just get it all over with? Yeah. That makes so much sense. Yeah, right. It's I, like I if don't you want to come back. Yeah, it's like why drive home and undress and then feed the kids and dress them all back up and load the car back up and drive across town to go to another service. I just yeah. I just wondered how did that ever start? Well, we're not going to do that in Gracemont. Okay. It's like one service right. a week. Very good. Yeah. And what was your second thing? Okay, it was the music. The, the Chris Oh, the quote Christian music? Yeah. Uh, and so you don't listen to the message? I just I just think it's a turnoff to people who want to maybe learn more about God. Say I'd go to church, but man, it's that organ and the robes and the you know those Christian songs. I don't know. They just yeah, some people get a lot out of them. I think I, they, apparently they don't do much for me. Right. And in fact, do, do you I, like contemporary Christian music, like on the radio? I like the music style. Yeah, I like but that. Do you listen to no. to K Love or no. the Message or anything like that? No. I don't. Yeah, I don't either. I don't really like it. It's it's kind of leftovers, leftovers, maybe seventies and nineties pop that yeah is pretty mundane. I would yeah, say. just. It's kind of the same thing over and over. Yeah, it it yeah. I think it's it's probably better music, you know, and it's at least it's more probably attractive to like people who because you got to have youth in your church, right? If you want to have a future, you gotta yeah. you gotta have some young people in there because the church we go to, I mean, every other week someone passed away, you know, and it's like there's a funeral or something like that, so. Okay, so do you have three? Do you have one? Uh, the rituals, you know, I communion is one I've always wondered about. Having to drink the grape juice and right eat the little white pasty pieces of of flour. So that that to me that just seems kind of dumb. I think. I don't think Jesus meant for everybody that was a Christian to do that once a week or every six weeks for eternity. Right. So, okay. So I have a thought on that, but it's, it, 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 it opens up the door to a whole lot of other stuff, but here it is. I have been doing some looking into like how did, how did Christianity come about? And yeah. so what, what a couple of the theories are that that the whole Christian religion kind of developed through this worship of the sun. And there, if you'll if you'll go through scripture, there's a lot of things Jesus is the light of the world is one that that there's some people would say, okay, that that was the sun. In the olden day, in Roman days, in fact, I just read this last week, they thought that the sun went across the sky and then went down into the underworld, 
at night and then was reborn the next day. And so that there, there's some similarities there to like dying and, and raising again. They also say like, okay, like Christmas, the, the date of Christmas, that is like the, that's in those times, that was like the, the winter solstice right that the days are getting shorter 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 and then there's that one day and it's usually it's not always on the 25th but then the sun begins to get longer and longer and longer and so it's like it's like born the sun is born and then like i've heard that easter and i'm getting to a point easter was the the day that uh was the day that the day officially becomes longer than night and that's that's why easter well anyway so long story short i heard that that the the communion was patterned after worshiping like the wheat god okay and when you eat bread you're eating the god's body and when you drink beer you're drinking their blood and but that was a very it's like you're partaking and and some people say which to your point it's like how does that fit into christianity i mean how does that but they say it it basically it was kind of these through through history they would borrow from other religions like in rome they would take some of this religion and some of this religion and they'd kind of merge it together and um, like Confucius and Buddhism, some of that kind of merges and gets kind of intertwined in each other. So, to your, so that's a long rebuttal to, yes, that is, I, I wonder about that too. It's like, like drinking his blood and eating his body. I mean, what, what, is, what is that, you know? So. Well, I, I thought it made more sense in Graysmont. We, uh, you know, if someday we have, you know, city to city have small groups that get together, which I, is something I'd like to see, like in, like in Tulsa, yeah, you know, they got several people that listen to okay. Gracemont. Well, then, yeah. afterwards, they could go out and you know meet for dinner. Okay. And that could be their communion. Right. Could, you know, have a, a community meal. And that. That could. Uh, that okay. makes more sense than eating a little piece of toast and grape juice. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that would be okay. So that's one. Did you have? Are you ready to move to the next question? Do Do I have an other ritual? Um, anything that embarrasses people, like making them stand up, and oh. shake everybody's hand, or come forward. Anything like that. Come forward. Anything that embarrasses people is going to run some off. Yeah. You know, I, I never liked in the Baptist church where at the first you're supposed to get up, shake everybody's hand, everybody goes around and so, you know, if you're if you're new or a guest, five people come talk to you. I, I guess that's nice, but in today's society, people kind of want to be left alone until they kind of ease into it. Right. They don't want somebody coming and talking to them if they don't want to be talked to yeah so okay so to that point my thought is so i go to like two churches i go 
to the church you go to, and then I go to another church called Life Church. And I don't know if you've ever been there, but mm-hmm. they they have they have like I mean it's like it's like a machine. They I mean at at time to cut off it's cut off. It, when you say you're done, you're done. And 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 so what they do is they say, if anybody feels this message and wants to become a Christian, everybody has their head. Just raise your hand. And all they do is raise their hand. They said, I got you in the back. I got you over the left. I got you two at the right. Okay, now let's all pray together. Lord, I know. And then we all pray together and then we're done and gone. But I mean, now that, and and here again, that church has like 43 campuses. And not only are they every few weeks, they say, hey, we opened another campus in Colorado. Hey, we opened up a campus in Texas. I mean, kind of to your point, it just makes it very easy for them to become a Christian that way. And I mean, I guess you can argue all day long, you know, or is that is that true faith or not? But yeah, I mean, to your point, I mean, the way we do it in our church, you come forward and you pray and then they get your name and they introduce, your, introduce you to the whole church. And it's, it's, uh, Maybe that's why some people say, you know, man, I, I don't know. I just don't know if I want to want to do that or not. Uh, I think it is. What about your, your uh, other question about some of the teachings that you think are most important to become okay. a Christian? What, Speaking what from my, with my atheist cap on, <laughs> I would say that it's important to, to learn, to, to make an effort to learn and know the teachings of Christ and to find value in those teachings. I think, I think that would be, if you want to consider yourself a Christian, you have to be familiar with his teachings and, and, and try to live your life based on those teachings. I think, I think that's something that you, you, is, you have to do. Okay. I think if, for me to be the non-traditional Christian that I am, okay, I think you've got to look at the Bible and think about the things that he says and think about, did he really say that or did someone else say he said that, but he didn't really. Right. Because most of what he was, most of what he did, was breaking down the legalism of the Jewish church. So, right. you know, you didn't have to button your left button right. first instead of your right one or right. scratch your right cheek before you scratch your left one or you're going to hell. Right. Just all that kind of legalism stuff. He came to get rid of that. And he came to tell you to be nice to your fellow man. Right. Be be helpful. And most of the other stuff, who knows if he really said that or not. Like he did he really say he was God? I mean they it says that in the Bible that he says I am, you know. Right. And he says it in code. Yeah. But, but yep. people wrote that down years after he would have actually said it. So did he really say he was God? I yeah. I don't. I don't buy that. I think he came to be a, a helper. To, so to teach people how to live their lives. 
So you don't think he was God? No. Okay, that he he was not God incarnate. Um. So hey, and, and neither did all of the Arians at the, you know, at the uh, Council of Nicaea. That was the the big split in the vote. Was one one group said, well, he wasn't a god. He was he was God's son, you know. And the other people go, oh no no, he was God incarnate. You know, oh, and I they just happen to have more votes to say he was God in, in human form than to say he was God's son. You know, I, okay. See, I didn't so, know that. I I knew during that time that Nicene Council they chose the books. I knew that, and that's where we came up with the canon, right? The all the books in the Bible. But I didn't know there was a discussion about is he truly God or not. Yeah, I think that's where they came up with, they decided there was a trinity and all this stuff. And the, yeah. the other group was saying there wasn't. Yeah, so so that's just something people made up, as far as I'm concerned. Okay, all right, so that's that's your that's your faith. Okay, and so to, to kind of respond to that a little bit, I just so happened last night, I watched a, a long documentary on Mormonism. And apparently they are very ritualistic in... Um, the way you you were raised and you become a Mormon and Joseph Smith, I think he started all of that. And um, but you, you have to, you and then they, you know, you see that see them on the on the bicycles, right, running riding around town. I, I don't know if you yep. ever. And they come to your door and they have to do that. That they have to do that for two years, and then they become in the faith, and then they have to. Uh, follow. Then you have to serve and and do all these things, and then you might get recommended to the temple, and you can walk into the temple, and then you have these garments. You have all these secret handshakes and stuff. But kind of to your point uh, that you made, you know, it's like all the rituals. It was like, man, that was a perfect example of a, of a of a religion that is just full of all these just burdensome. Uh, requirements, you know, that they put on people right. to to be saved and to go to heaven and stuff, and it was kind of interesting. I mean, I um, I would look down on them, but all my life I believed some really crazy stuff too. You know, as I look back, I think. Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna pick on them, but I think maybe if we could, if we had everybody in Gracemont wear prayer garments. If they had to buy them from us, yeah, for twenty nine ninety five or so, then maybe yeah, no. No, I'm just kidding. Not yeah. The the fewer rituals, the better. If you ask me, and that's something I think Jesus was trying to get rid of too was rituals, yeah, right? But but out of Christianity grew an amazing number of rituals, especially you know the Catholic faith had become just one big ritual, one after another. Yeah, and that's something that uh, Martin Luther tried to get rid of. Right. You know, he he tried to say we don't need all these rituals and people can talk to God themselves. They don't need to they don't need to confess to a priest who can then use that information for blackmail. Right. Just confess to God, you know. Yeah. So so that's that's again what I'd like to see happen is get rid of a lot of rituals and a lot of superfluous beliefs that don't really matter. And that's our mission here at Gracemont. That's right. That is the core foundational belief of our of our effort here. So 
So I'm going to go ahead and tell you my question of the day. Okay, all right. See, see if I can get the drum roll, roll to work again. Okay, I don't know if that's going to be on there or not. Anyway, my question of the day was, this is something we were always taught in yeah. the Baptist church. All right. sins are equal in God's eyes. Yeah. Do you, do you think that is true? No. Yeah, me either. That's crap. <laughs> yeah. The one, the one thing, the one thing I would, I would say is, if I'm doing 36 in a 35 mile per hour zone, or if I kill a man, I'm a sinner. You know, it's like okay, that that takes me over the line. Now, is it the same? No. But if someone say a sin, you know, the sin that condemns you to hell, whether you're doing 36 miles in a 35 mile zone or you kill a guy, then you're, you're bound for hell. That I think I could maybe live with is like, okay, but, but yeah, there, yeah. And, and, and we have people in our, in our group, right. That says that it's, but I thought maybe you were kind of leaning toward that this Sunday when you were talking about, you know, it doesn't matter people who say, you know, you can't, you know, adultery is really bad, but so is cheating on your taxes. Was that kind of what you were going but, for? No, well, that's, we were talking about that. That I talk about different things in the Sunday school of a Southern Baptist church than I do on this podcast. Yeah. Okay. My my thoughts are, God doesn't give a crap about a lot of things we worry about. God caring about. Right. We, the teach. If we're following the teachings of Jesus, we we want to do right by our fellow man. Yeah. And that would be not killing him, not committing adultery with his wife, etc. Right. Uh, but I think obviously there are some things that are a lot worse than others. Things that disrupt other people's lives. Okay. If you do something to someone else and it disrupts that person's life or that person's family's life, then that's a big sin and you should it's you know, it's really bad. It shouldn't be done. Yeah. Versus versus like what we talked about before, like, oh that girl's really hot. I'd like to oh wait, that's yeah. a sin. I thought about it. You know, yeah. That's that's a that's a nothing. That's just right. normal. Yeah. So, so I think, I think it is not true that all sins are equal in anybody's eyes, God's or Jesus's or anybody else's. Right. These are my thoughts on that. Do you do you think do you think our our church's stance agrees with you or are the Southern Baptists? Because do you think they agree with you or, or on that? I hardly agree with anything that the Southern Baptists think. So yeah. no, no, they're. I think they're. I think their stance is, um, all sins are equal in God's eyes. That's that's one of those things they say often. Right. Like once saved, always saved kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, I heard. I hear some people say, you know, I, I sinned like six or eight times before I even had breakfast. You know, right? And it's like they just feel like 
even the smallest things. Maybe they didn't respond happily to their wife's good morning or something. They feel, ah, I'd probably sin there. I, I had this thought one time, and I kind of described it to, and I, and I kind of lean on this, biblically speaking. It's when God said, Be ye holy, for I am holy. I don't think he would have told us to do that if it wasn't possible. And I don't mean like spending all day every day in sackcloth and you know, ashes and praying. I just, what I think is people equate sin so easily that... Um, that they that they they think they're they sin when a lot of times they really don't. I think they just put a big big burden on themselves. You if I mean why would God tell you to do that? You know, if if it wasn't possible, why would He command us to do that? So I think it's possible. I think it's possible, and I think I think it's possible to go several days or weeks without sinning. I just think it I is. Think it depends on how you define it. I don't. I don't even. I don't ever use that word except on this podcast or in church. I don't, I, it's. I, I really like the. I think we should make it one of the Grace Mott uh, tenets that that we can't talk. If can't it's a, do what we can't use that term. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. No, I'm saying if it's going to be a sin. Or a bad thing. Yeah. It's got to be something that disrupts the life or injures another person or that person's loved ones. That's that's a sin. Right. And you do it on purpose. If it's an accident, it's not a sin. Okay. All right. So I'm going to have to think careless, about that. Don't yeah. do it again. Right. <laughs> so if you're being careless, it's kind of a sin. And if you do it carelessly more than once, okay, that's a sin. Yeah, of course we don't want to. We don't want to harp on that, right? We don't, because that's kind of what churches do. But yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm I, just yeah. babbling, kind of. I know, know I know, I know, I know you are. Yeah, no, I know you well enough to know. And I'd always heard like sin. It it originated <clears throat> from the word like error. You know, like if I write down. Four plus four equals six. That's a sin. You know, in its truest sense, it's not necessarily always. It's just being human and, and making mistakes and doing things wrong the wrong way, you know. And, uh, but, but it's gotten into this, like, it's everything. It's always spiritual, you know. It's just, instead of just. So, anyway, so there's that. But I am going to think about that, about your 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 thinking about does it hurt people does it disrupt their lives and then therefore only then would you consider it a sin where you need to go to someone and say hey i'm sorry i did that man you know i you know i uh i, I lost my temper and i said some things and i feel bad about that and so so i'll have to think about that okay well we can ponder it and decide whether can, or not it goes on the list very good i like that okay <laughs> all right well we're at about 40 minutes you think that's enough for today yeah I'm, i think i'm good all right well you have a good week and uh 
Okay. Andrews. It's Grace Mont 9. Thanks for listening in. We'll see you next time.